The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The Chicago Bulls, Players, and Bulls Nation is probably the most excited universe that they've been since the start of the season with the improved play of the Chicago Bulls going 8-3 and three in their last 11 and being on a three-game winning streak. Can the Bulls keep up that momentum and this new-look offense against the Boston Celtics that are the number one team in the Eastern Conference? We'll break it all down and preview it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm your host here, Hayes, and on today's episode, we're about to preview this Boston uh, versus Chicago game. And so the Bulls head to Boston to face the Celtics that are the number one team in the Eastern Conference. And while we have matched up on match up well with them so far this season, can the Bulls win the season series tonight against the Boston Celtics? Now, it's going to be a tall test. The Bulls are going to have to be locked in and engaged defensively and offensively throughout this game, especially with Robert Williams back in Boston's lineup. And so, you know, regardless of how many minutes he plays or anything like that, the, the Bulls have always matched up well against the Boston Celtics, even when they've had Robert Williams there. It's just, is that going to affect the Bulls' ability to play down low through Nikola Vucevic? Now, in this game, uh, Alex Crusoe and Javante Green are still listed as questionable. We haven't seen them in, in quite a few games. And then uh, Marcus Smart is probably not going to play today. He's listed as doubtful today uh, to play against the Chicago Bulls. And we already know we have Lonzo. They have Danilo Gallinari out, both with knee injuries. So with that being said, this Bulls team is going to have to come in and play like we've been expecting them and been seeing them play lately. That means being engaged on the defensive side of the ball for a full 48 minutes. That means moving the ball around all off on offense and getting everybody involved pushing the pace where you can. I think Marcus Smart being out here does help play things into the Bulls' hands if he does end up missing this game because he's just been one of the most consistent pieces of that Boston Celtics team. But let's not overlook it at all. They still got Jalen Brown. They still got Jason Tatum, one of the most potent scoring duos in the NBA right now with Jason Tatum averaging over 30 points per game and Jalen Brown averaging 27 uh, points per game as well. And then you have next up from them, Malcolm Brogdon off the bench, 13.5 points per game, or will he start this game with Marcus Smart being out? So, you know, it, they still have enough of a balanced attack. We'll see what's going on with Rob Williams, who hasn't played in too many games this season. He's only played in nine games, but he has started all nine of those games that he plays. He's still working himself back into rhythm. Can Nikola Vucevic, and the way that he's been playing, Vuce has been our most consistent player this season. And while a lot of Bulls fans still want to see Vuce be the one that's traded, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not going to get into who needs to be traded over, who does not need to be, but Vooch has been one of our most consistent players. Vooch has been, on the in the games that the Bulls look the best in, he's been a big part of the motor that keeps that offense going. Is this team going to continue that play? DeMar DeRozan and, and Zach Levine in the last game combining for 71 points. Do we have another game in which they are the stars? Do, do, do the big three play like a big three on both sides of the ball? When they do, it changes the outlook for the Chicago Bulls completely. It makes us a way more... Uh, versatile team so yes we need those three players to get going but let's not overlook we need big games from Patrick Williams especially defensively Patrick Williams defense in this game 
may change a lot of things for the Bulls. The matchups, the defensive matchups that this team is able to do, it really hinges on Patrick Williams being able to guard the best perimeter player. Hell, we saw Patrick Williams guard James Harden, who is the starting point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers, and be very well in it. His defensive versatility is huge for the Chicago Bulls team. And then with the newfound aggression on offense and the consistency offensively, albeit not against the Utah Jazz, if Patrick Williams can give this big three another uh, player that can hit open shots that is going to be aggressive get into the lane and gives that brand of defense that we've come accustomed from seeing from Patrick Williams oh it changes a lot of things for the Chicago Bulls as well as Io DeSumo I love the way that Io has been attacking the basket I love the way he's been getting out on the fast break I love all of that can that continue as well as his defensive prowess as well Patrick Williams and and Io DeSumo while they're not always going to be the players that score in double digits on this team they're not always going to be the players that are allowed to have big offensive nights, they definitely dictate a lot of things defensively and offensively as far as tone for the Chicago Bulls and easing things up on our big three players. And so while, you know, patience need to be practiced as far as their development and how big of a part of the offense they're in, I want to see more them get more calls played for them, more plays called for them, if I, if I didn't say that backwards. But with that being said, um, just Billy Donovan has to continue to use these players. Billy Donovan said at the beginning of the season, he wants every starter to be in double digits. That's when he feels like they are the, are the most scary and hardest to guard. And yeah, that's universal across the league. If you have a starting five that can all get in double digits, all move the ball around as, as a threat to hit open shots, and you make the other team have to guard and can't hide bad defenders on your on any player in your starting five, it just increases the the opportunities for this team overall. So we need to see Patrick Williams and Io DeSumo have big nights as well. And the bench. The Bulls bench is best when they, as a as a whole bench unit, get between 25 and 30 points off the bench. And yes, one could say, Hayes, any bench that can get 25 to 30 is a dangerous bench, but we don't always see that from the Chicago Bulls. And the balance attack, you may have the games in which, like we had last time, where it's like, DJJ Gorn and 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 Kobe White all with like five to six points, but then you have Andre Drummond chipping in with ten or eleven, or maybe Kobe White gets hot. He has a thirteen point per game uh, off the bench, and we need the solid defense, the energy, everything else from this total team. Rebounding is going to be key in this game against the Boston Celtics. If the Bulls can, I want. Is it too tall of an order to ask them to win the the rebounding battle uh, with the Boston Celtics? Maybe, right? But with that being said, if they can keep this rebounding battle and keep the Boston Celtics from having this huge discrepancy on the rebounding side of things, it helps the Bulls as well. Get more opportunities, get out in fast breaks, especially while this team is moving at a much quicker pace here over the last 10 games or so. So we need to see that from the Chicago Bulls as well. Keep those turnovers as low as possible. I like when the Bulls as a team have um, anywhere between 6 to 12 turnovers a game. When you start getting above that, when you get into the 15, the 18, it really sometimes it's hard for the Bulls to overcome having that many turnovers in a game. So they need to play and pass the ball smartly. We need to see. I love seeing Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan do what they have done passing the ball here lately. But you, you, you when, when you do that, you want to make sure you keep those turnovers low as well, especially if Alex Caruso and Javante come back. Love the ball movement there. But that is really kind of it on the preview of the game. This Boston Celtics team is another deep team as well as we are. You're looking at Pritchard, uh, Brogdon, uh, Grant Williams, Robert Williams coming. Well, he's going to probably be in the starting lineup. So then Al Horford coming off the bench and Luke Cornett, who gives them some good defensive minutes as well, which is surprisingly enough and, and gives them some quality minutes at times. Not the best, right? And not a player by any stretch that's to stop Vooch from being able to cook. How their bench and how we counteract their depth with our depth, especially if we have more of our depth available. If 
Caruso or Javante end up going, we're going to have to win those matchups as well. But let me know what you guys think on that down below. Who do you who are you looking for in this game against the Boston Celtics to really step up in a major way? And here's what we're going to say. Question of the day. Can the Chicago Bulls bench tonight have over 25 points as a bench unit? Let me know what you guys think on that down below. Also put that over in the community tab. All right. Let's get into the next topic for today, and that is the Bulls' new offense. When you if Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today you've been watching these games from the Chicago Bulls, you know that they have been very much so shooting more threes, shooting them at a higher percentage. Their field goal shooting percentage has been great the last couple of games. I think they've had three straight games of over 50% shooting as a team, which is wild. If not three straight, it's been at least three out of the last four. The Chicago Bulls are playing a different offense, and it's noticeable. Early in the season, I said we were playing a 2005 offense in 2000, and in that time, 22. And so with the improvement of the Bulls offense, one of the biggest things in that has been Zach Levine being back to the deadly shooter that he has been. And that's not to say that it's just only that because we know he's driving to the lane, he's passing more, he's playing better defense, things like that. But with with this team and Billy Donovan even saying that he wants to see Zach Levine take 10 to 15 three-pointers per game and with, with, with the way he's shooting it now, I can't really fight or argue against that it makes sense, um, especially when you don't have a lot of Three true three-point shooters on this team. We do need the other players to hit their wide-open threes because we do miss some wide-open threes at times. But a Zach Levine that is stretching the floor and shooting the three-ball as he has been lately, it completely changes the dynamic. It opens the floor some for DeMar, for Vooch, for even Iowa's cutting. It kind of forces Patrick Williams as well to move around and, and run towards the and cut towards the basket a little bit more. The Bulls' new offense, I think, is the, the the best offense that we've ever seen from this version of the Chicago Bulls. And here's what I'll go on to say as well. With the way that the Bulls are moving the ball around right now, if you insert or whenever it is a healthy Lonzo ball into that lineup, it makes it even more dangerous. You're adding another shooter on that, on that point in time. You're adding another creative and, and one of the best passers or the best passer on the Chicago Bulls team back. So I like the way and brand of offense that the Bulls are running, not only for now, but in the future as well. I think that this is the groundwork to be becoming a team that has that more random offense that we heard about in the offseason, but it's the more coming to fruition version of that that we're seeing in this game. And so you, you, you see it, it's evident. And a big part of that is DeMar and Zach both at times deferring to other players. Yes, they both had big games. Zach Levine's had a couple of big games together, but if you notice early in those games, they are making the effort to get Vooch involved and keep Vooch involved and engaged throughout the game. They're making the effort to go to Patrick Williams and the effort to give uh, Iota Sumo more times to create in the fast break and even cut to the basket himself. That is the best version of the team. Yes, DeMar has an amazing skill of being able to just be clutch in that fourth quarter, and you need that. And there's going to be times where we absolutely need to rely on his ability to isolate and either get to the free throw line or hit the tough shot or do both. There are going to be times where we have to play through Zach Levine and he gets hot and just allow him to use his quick first step and just to shoot the lights out. 
But as this team's offense is evolving, you're just seeing Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan having more times of deferring than what we saw earlier in the season and no more of the my turn, your turn things. Now, you're still going to see a little bit of that. You're still going to see some of that and more of it depending on the game and the way that those games develop. But they are definitely making more of an effort to get the other players involved. And to hear from Billy Donovan, he says this. It's coming along. We had a lot of trial and error early in where you saw the inconsistency. We're just finding our rhythm, sharing the ball, understanding our spots. That's what it is. This team understanding their spots. And that was actually a quote from DeMar, not Billy Donovan. My fault on that. Um, and so it just it, it just opens everything up. And DeMar even going on to say this. I mean, it's everything for me. I don't need uh, to, to I don't need too much room. Zach got it going. It's just a pick of the litter from there. It definitely makes it easier for all of us. That's what it boils down to. You want to get easy. You want to work smart, not hard. And when you work as a team and have the way that the team's been able to play ball together and spread things out, that's going to be a dangerous team to watch. So another question of the day that I want to ask you guys, the Bulls' new look offense, do you think this is something that we're going to see um, consistently now throughout the rest of the season? Do you think they've undercovered something here? And do you think that this is the best version of the Bulls' offense that we've seen since this version of the team has come together? Let me know what you guys think on that one as well down below. All right, moving into the last topic. So we've got an article from Joe Cowley, and you guys know how I feel about Cowley. His articles are hit or miss. Sometimes he's a bit of a hack, but it is what it is. He says that he reports that the Levine and Billy Donovan relationship is strained, but very workable. And so the way that I look at it is this, and I know that's going to take a lot of high, high, uh, headlines and it's going to be sensationalized to make it seem like, oh, Zach hates uh, Billy. There are times where your coach and your and your and your star player, especially when you're losing, are going to bump heads. There's going to be times where they look at each other, and especially when Zach wasn't playing correctly and Billy Donovan at times was was getting out coached, that you're going to look at it and get frustrated with the other. To me, this is a bigger sign that they do want to fix this. They, they want to make sure that they right this ship. And I do think, yeah, I'm not saying that friction wasn't there, especially after uh uh Zach was was benched and he said Billy got to sit with that. And you look at some of the comments Billy has made, but then now, winning cures all. If you look at the comments and the way that they've been talking about each other in post-game shows since the, the, the team has started winning more, it shows you a family that's kind of worked it out. And that's really just what it is. Sometimes in sports, we kind of look for the story and we look for these things to kind of be overblown or bigger than what they are in reality. And yeah, it, don't get me wrong. I do think that the tension in what we've heard as far as the team, especially at the halftime of that Minnesota game, it reached the tension on this team reached an all-time high between player and coach, players and players. All of that stuff. And I think that that's more of an indicative of that. This team was tired of losing. And to me, it shows a lot from this team and the fact that they were tired of losing to the point to where they started, maybe buttonheads a little bit, to where they started speaking out and airing out some things that they had issues with each other in. That's what you want to see from a team that can and is trying to right the ship of a ship that just started off going off the deep end early in the season. And we're seeing the fruits of that come around to where the team is just improving their overall play. That's my opinion on it. Again, not to kind of belittle it some, like at the end of the day, it's going to happen and it should happen when when you're losing. It should happen. Tension should fly. If you just sit back and you're just going along with the losses and you're not upset by it, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't get under your skin. You don't start noticing things that have, have contributed to it. Then you don't really want to win in this league. So I, I like the fact that it did bother them to the point to where. Listen, they had to figure it out. And I do think, I do like the way Billy Donovan's been adjusting a little bit more. I do like Billy Donovan's rotations here as of late. I like the combinations of players that he has out there. And the team is back to playing for each other. And so as long as those things continue to happen, I think the relationship between Billy Donovan and Zach Levine is going to work itself out. Winning cures all. 
That's what it boils down to. And this team is now winning. They're winning at a good rate. Let's hope that that continues for the Chicago Bulls team. And that's it for us for today. You know it's game day, so we're going to have our pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame show all live tonight. So make sure you guys are tuned in as we're going to have a lot of fun as we continue to do. We're on our way to 10,000 subscribers as well. So if you're watching this video and not subscribed to the channel, hit that subscribe button. We're going to be doing a big giveaway at the 10,000 subscriber mark, but that is it. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red, y'all. And peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.